Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the production company that's made the video you're watching or the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing five weekly podcasts, Dum Dums and Dragons, Blood and Syrup, The Mythos Mysteries, Warhammer 40,000, The Valentine Heresy, and Curse Code and Crown, as well as three event podcasts with miniseries releases scheduled at random intervals, Dumb Scum and Villainy, One Shots, and the bad movie review show, Garbage Town the Movie Podcast. But we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1, and there's great value for you at even that level. So please, join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content Content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for being part of our stories. I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dum Dums and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god pot, get it? Dice? Merchandise? Anyways, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags, and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dum Dums and Dice characters and their catchphrases. Go to redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. One more time for the mortals in the back, redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. Get your merchandise. Dice today. Welcome back, children of the night, to Blood and Syrup, a Vampire the Masquerade live play podcast. I am your host, Count Vlad von Lestat, drinker of blood, keeper of the Chronicle, and all around the spooky dude. At long last, the Coterie have been reunited. Iris relayed the story of her adventures to the group who had plenty of questions. Ridley told her what they had been up to before objecting strongly to the idea of killing her stalker, and Everett was yanked into the morgue by the animated corpse of Dr. Skull, who was desperate to tell him story. What will happen with Dr. Skull, Iris's sire, and Ridley's phone call? Abandon hope, all ye who listen here. Carrying an Erdermeyer flask of... Blood, Iris, you step into the hall um, and find uh, Walter Sims uh, struggling to unlock a phone. Um, as uh, as you've known from him, he's been around for a really long time. Um, and it would seem that uh, he, like some some other... And I think you, you kind of had this idea in your head about Kindred after being turned by him. 
uh, but has never really uh, got the hang of technology. So he has the nicest possible iPhone, but is having the worst possible time unlocking it. And is just like doing that aggressively. If I tap it harder thing, maybe it will work. Um, and you kind of don't have the heart to tell him that like part of the problem is just he's an old vampire and likely doesn't have <laughs> any electricity Thanks. in his fingers in order to operate it uh, without rousing the blood. Uh, but anyway, you find him uh, aggressively tapping that um, while holding a, the closest thing he could find to a decanter or sorry, to, not to a decanter to a, a tumbler glass of, um, of uh, the blood. Uh, it's got a, um, uh, a Montana's, uh, logo on it so montana steakhouse which is a garbage chain of fake steakhouses up here in uh, in canada uh it was clearly a promotional glass and the only thing he could find um and uh as you exit he says ah yes iris uh hello and he says hang on let me just uh put my phone away <laughs> just like slides the clearly locked phone into his breast pocket uh and uh, he raises the the tumbler to you uh, hi, Walter. Cheers. Thank you for the for the lovely, lovely blood. You're welcome. Uh, it's uh, it's from an Olympian who uh, cheated several times, brought great disgrace uh, to his nation and to his teammates, uh, but worked out a lot. So delicious. Um, Iris, I don't know if your friends told me what I uh, told you rather what what I told them. Uh, however, I, I must say I am a little bit disappointed. Uh in in how you you've spent your time i've received reports that you've been running around with with these two causing all manner of disturbance and of course there was the uh supposed murder of uh gordon stevenson the and he does air quotes uh while still holding his glass the quote quote academic um i understand you've been cleared of that but nevertheless it did concern me enough that i i left our the 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 windy city uh chicago to come here to see what you were about. Oh, Walter, you've been around long enough to know how much the media likes to spin a tale. I do, Iris, but I also recall how prolific you were before uh, joining us in the ranks of the kindred. And I must say, I'm, I'm rather disappointed in the lack of output from you. There have been uh, no appearances, no new uh, poems or works, no suggestion even that you're working on anything. And of course, I preserved you from the uh, cancer that was threatening to eat away at your brain in order to protect that very art and, and keep it safe in the world. So I must ask amongst all of the kindred hijinks you are no doubt up to with your young coterie as our kind are like to do when they first get their fangs. I must ask where the fuck is your artistic output? Well, Walter, it's been a, bit of an adjustment and a change you know things just don't feel the same inspiration wise as they did before and you know that I'm I'm forever grateful for this extra time but finding it hard to connect with what once gave me that spark and I'm just trying to find it okay um Miles, I need you to roll on this, but the interesting thing is, I think you are, you're telling a great lie because you're tapping the truth in order to tell said lie, Yes, which gives you some, some advantage here. Um, I'm inclined to say charisma or manipulation. And I mean, I definitely think it's more charisma. Okay. So you're trying to just, <laughs> especially just... with him, he like, 
he likes the charm, right? Yep, so. absolutely. And then I think probably etiquette or persuasion, one of those two. I think mm-hmm. any of them can work. It just depends on on how you're you're thinking about Iris delivering this. Well, let's do persuasion. Okay. Sorry, counting. Yep. No, I understand. Okay. We are a take your time in the math zone <laughs> kind of company. Yeah. As math Twitter knows all too well. Math Twitter. Math Twitter. Uh, four successes. Four successes. Okay. Um, he uh, he kind of nods at that and he says, "Ah, yes, of, of course, uh, Iris. You'll have to forgive me. It has been a long time uh, since I was turned myself, and I, I often forget uh, the the disorientation, confusion, the fun. I remember all too well, but the uh, the adjustment is, of course, a, a drastic one, particularly given the." the themes of, of mortality uh, and that, that ran through your, your work previously, of course, it's an adjustment to rethink these things. Uh, but I'm glad to hear you say that you, you are actively seeking ways to, to re-engage your creative muse. That's actually part of the reason I came to see you today. It occurs to me that in uh, teaming you up with a coterie, I hoped you would cut your teeth as it were on, on our world a little bit. And it seems as though you have, which is wonderful, but well, I've come to inform you that it's it's time to begin the, the next phase of your journey. Now, I would never break up a coterie. That That is, of course, not what we do. But I will need to borrow you for a time. You see, the Simmons Foundation has founded, and I truly cannot believe I'm saying this, a television program <laughs> in order to... Uh, help find the next great poets. As you know, I have interest in ensuring that no creative lines end. And uh, thus, uh, you will be a guest judge on uh, my show, The Next Sappho, a a series that will be shot around the world. And we will require you to touch down in, in various places. And I will require you, of course, to help mentor these young artists. Eventually, we will relocate them all to Montreal, where you will be able to take a closer hand in, in them. Uh, there is a, a, a mentorship beyond the television program. Uh, however, I will need you to be rather public over the next little while. Your brand is beginning to suffer, and I can't help but think it has something to do with how much you've been doing with the two gentlemen in the other room. So... The details will be sent to Emily, who I'm sure will convey them to you. But the good news is we're going on an international tour, my dear. And I'm sure you will find all manner of things that will inspire you. Well, how how can I say no to that? You can't. And I'm glad you didn't. Um, the uh, the filming does not begin uh, for uh, another couple of weeks, so there's, there's no immediate urgency. But I did want uh, want to inform you so you can begin to wrap up any loose ends. Uh, it has been exceedingly difficult to uh, ensure that these shoots do not occur during the day. But luckily, I have a fairly vast network. Uh, the Sims Foundation is very excited, Iris, that you will become the new face of our initiatives here. Um, of course, eventually we will have to pretend you died, uh, but 
Right now, everyone assumes that you are exactly the age you say you are. It's perfect. So uh, I very much look forward to, to taking this journey with you and to finding all sorts of new people that I can add to my collection of, of uh, patronages. Whatever I can do to help. Brilliant. You know, I was a little hesitant when uh, Miss Rowling called me uh, and asked me to uh, allow... Oh, not that one. I guess you chuckling. No, it was uh, Reagan, uh, Mr. Uh, Fry's maker. Uh, when she called asking uh, me to, to loan you to her little endeavor with uh, Mr. Fry and uh, Mr. Beef. But it would seem that uh, it was all for the best. She's not thrilled that I'll be taking you off mission, but um, rest assured I've already worked all of that out, so there shouldn't be too much resistance. In any case, um, I hope you have enjoyed your time with them. Just remember, you are greater than all of them. You are an artist, and your words will shape the world. I can't wait to hear what you come up with next. He raises his glass, uh, drains it, um, and says, um, if you could take this back in with you, I... Do not want to risk this fine institution losing a Montagna's glass. And he, he hands it to you. Yeah, of course. Um, thank you uh, for this. Um, I'll alert Emily to be ready for your email, I guess. Oh, uh, electronic mail. Yes, I'll have uh, one of my ghouls send that along. Uh, until then, uh, do take care, Iris, and please do wrap up any uh, loose ends you have. The television awaits, um, and he makes his way down the hall. Loose ends. Got it. Uh, meanwhile, um, Ridley, you've answered a, a phone call. Hello? Uh, <laughs> hey, is this, uh, this guy here? Uh, am I talking to uh, Ridley Beef? I mean, who's, who's asking? Oh, come on, it's your old friend Hugo. Hugo Bouchard. All right, what do you need, Hugo? Also, I got some questions for you about what the fuck you did to Emily. Oh, yeah, uh, and he drops into uh, into French, uh, as he does whenever he's frustrated. Uh, just here, like, <laughs> Mary's blood. Uh, listen, uh, We've been trying to find you guys for some time. Uh, where have you gone? You were very difficult to find. We tried to go to your bar, and it was uh, just smoke and ash. Yeah, well, as you can imagine, with a building burned down, we had to go somewhere else. Well, why the fuck did your building burn down? We've been trying to send you syrup. We've been trying to put you on all sorts of missions all around town. Well, I mean, didn't you notice that the Inquisition like burned down after fucking city and tried yeah. to kill everyone? Yeah, yeah, so, spoiler alert, that's why we had a fucking fire. Ah, okay. But uh, that was a uh, uh, un- bit unpleasant. I do appreciate that uh, you, you survived. Uh, the rest of your friends, uh, they made it too? Yeah, we're all doing great. So what other jobs do you need? What's, what's going on? Oh, there's, been, uh, there's been a lot. A lot of things are changing. There are a lot of enemies uh, starting to take root here in, in Montreal. Uh, there is uh, the, uh, the, 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 the fake Camarilla trying to uh, put their talons into, uh, into the city. Uh, surely you've seen them. Yeah, I mean, they seem pretty fucking legit compared to two guys in the woods. Um, and there's a lot of scoffing and swearing. Uh, and he just says, uh, hey, was it who, uh, who helped you when you arrived here from your, 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 your beloved Nota Nostra? Huh? Who got you set up in town? Who got you connections? It was us. It was the Bouchards. 
without our empire of syrup, I do not think you would have had any luck here in Montreal. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm not saying you didn't help. I'm just saying your empire seems somewhat less legitimate in the sense of the Camarilla than this giant group who shows up and everyone else says it's the Camarilla. I'm just trying to figure out the lay of the land, man. Well, uh, look, I took you as a man of your word. I took you as a man who uh, values his friendships and who uh, understands that uh, perhaps uh, the unofficial ways are better. Uh, You know, and if you cannot trust uh, two men in the woods who send you messages in bottles of syrup, who can you trust? I don't know. So what do you need? I'm I'm listening. I don't know. Why the fuck is there a fake Camarilla? This feels like I'm, I'm very short on information and a lot of people are throwing things at me. So... I'm fine with them being fake. Fuck them. I don't give a shit one way or the other. That so, is good to hear. Yeah. So, I mean, what, what are you guys needing? What's your plan to deal with the fake Camarilla? Uh, well, you know, I, I got to say, uh, this is part of the reason I call you. Uh, we, we we need our, our best friends, uh, our allies. Uh, if we are going to make any kind of stand against the, uh, the fake Camarilla before they, uh, they take root, uh, I'm happy to see the Sabat is on their back feet. That is very good. But uh, I am somewhat concerned about this uh, this new Camarilla. I will need your help, Ridley Beef. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I'm trying to kind of come out on top, but there's a couple of other parties who are starting to get involved here. So turns out that the not a Nostra has some new cunt in charge here who's Damien Black, who's determined to take over the Camarilla and seems like he's in a fucking position to be able to pull it off. So sort of like, you know, there's a, if you see those Lord of the Rings movies, it's it's like a Sauron Saruman fucking thing going on right now. Those and names I'm are a, very similar. That is very confusing. I'm a fucking hobbit, and I don't like it because I'm a fucking murder hobbit, and I just want to fucking murder him. Um, and uh, you you hear him kind of suck air through his teeth and says, "Yeah, that that does sound like a good good plan." Uh, you know, if they are uh, fucking with your processes, it, it, this sounds worthwhile to me. So do you have, like, some sort of fucking network that can help me find someone I'm looking for is somewhere in this fucking continent? Um, And uh, he kind of pauses and he says, I mean, we can make some inquiries uh, here and there. Uh, Me and Guy, we know some people. uh, Perhaps we can help. All right. So I need somebody to find my fucking mum because she's got fucking taken and that gives a level of leverage that I do not care for. So I know she's out fucking... Or am I east? Where? I think west. I don't, if I'm looking north, she's to my fucking left. And I just, somewhere over there, around Alberta or something, and I just need a fucking flag on where my mum is because then I can send people to fucking deal with this. But I need to know where the fuck she is before I can solve that problem and then solve your problems too with a fake Camarilla and a Notte Nostra fucking Saruman. Uh, and he says, uh, well, that, uh, that seems reasonable to me. I'll be very happy to look into that for you. Uh, perhaps, uh, we can find your, your mom that, that does suck. That is not, uh, it's not a good way to do business. Uh, I hate that. Uh, we will find these motherfuckers. Yes. That's great. That's great. I know you'd appreciate the familial problem here. It's um, fucking bullshit. Ridley, can you roll me a wits and awareness, please? Yes. Oh, hello. I didn't see you there. It's me, Tyler Hewitt. I normally play Everett Fry, but today I'm playing the role of Guy who will talk to you about Patreon. That's right. Dum Dums and Dice has a Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice, you can support us at a number of different levels. 
For example, for $25 a month, you get your name added in the special thank yous at the end of every episode. And you get to create an NPC of your own that will join the cast of Dum Dums and Dragons, or Blood and Syrup, or the Valentine Heresy in their adventures. You don't have to be bitten by a vampire to be immortalized, okay? It, it's, it can be so much simpler. Patreon.com slash dumdumdice, D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. Okay? Memorize it. Type it. Click it. The clicking part is, is subscribing. All right. You got this. and Dice would like to welcome you to Karth's Code and Crown, a live play Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition podcast featuring a fully original world and campaign. Karth's Code and Crown features our regular voiceover artists and improvisers, Laura Elizabeth as Princess Gwendolyn, Tyler Hewitt as Maka Deathcap, and Ryan LaPlante as Duncan Kindano, alongside our dungeon master, the incredible Tom McGee. So get ready for an adventure including thrills, chills, and hope for a brighter tomorrow. It's time for Curse Code and Crown! Episodes are available now. There's one success. Okay. Um, so, uh, he, uh, you hear him, um, yelling something to Guy, um, off, kind of off phone. Um, and he comes back and he says, uh, good, good. Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, well, uh, look, I, I'm glad I caught you. Uh, I'm glad to, to get some updates finally from you. Uh, we will be in touch soon. We will look into this uh, business about your mother, uh, most importantly, we're just happy to have uh, an open line of communication to you again. It has been um, hard for us with no uh, no proper uh, way to reach you or your, your the coterie. Uh, you are our agents here in, in Montreal. Uh, it has been very disappointing to not be able to reach you. All right. So let me give you a few more burner numbers. He'll just rattle off a couple of burners that he's got in his like, new sure. stack. And he's also, also, can you do me a favor? There's some fucking person who made me into a vampire some lady who seems important or whatever and they tell me that she's fucking dead and i would love to know if damien black is some sort of splinter cell of the naughty nostra or if he actually did fucking ice everyone else because there's a different approach that i'm gonna have to take one way or the other and you seem like the only line to whoever the fuck sent me here oh uh, yeah sure we can look into that for you yeah we'll get right on that Okay, good. That'll give me some fucking context, and then I can get back to ripping people's fucking hearts out and eating them in the streets. Uh, what am I to stop you, huh? Um, and uh, with that, he hangs up. Overall, net gain. Didn't really answer about Emily. I'm going to pretend I didn't answer the question. I didn't ask that question because I feel like I should have followed up, and I feel like. Iris is going to be mad. But why am I talking to myself? I should just go to fucking sleep. I'm still, oh, look at my hands. It's getting his fucking skin back. Yeah, baby. Fuck yeah. <laughs> and he's just going to head to bed like a weird psychopath. Speaking of bed, uh, Everett, you're, you're uh, sharing a little cozy, cozy uh, container there with uh, a rotting corpse uh, who is um, very excited uh, to see you. What are you doing here? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, um, look, Wait, man, before you get started, is this a conversation we can have outside of a container for dead bodies? 
Uh, look, I, I, I'm kind of worried about what your friends might do to me. Um, I think one of them's, I, I think her, her, is it like her sister or her like butler? Or I think she's the one who killed me, man. She's one of my patients. She went fucking ape shit. So like, I don't want to talk to her. She might kill me. And that other guy is just real scary. I kind of always thought he was just planning how to kill me. So you, you seem like the only one who can, who can help. What do you need? What is it? Dr. Skull. What? Yeah. All right. Cool. So um, listen, when, when the, the Butler lady went crazy, uh, she got all like feral and, and kind of uh, wolfy. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. All I remember was, uh, was, was seeing her claws kind of come at my eyes. Uh, and then uh, I remember uh, uh, agony. Uh, and then I was just kind of in this like weird place. And I was stuck in this weird, like sort of like squishy, sleeping bag thing and this guy came and he cut it open and he's like i'm a reaper you're welcome to this place and i was like fuck you bud uh and uh anyway i kind of ran around there for a bit it was kind of spooky uh and then um i just i kept thinking about how how much i hadn't done how many drugs there still were out there that i hadn't tried um and you know edm is really it's on such a good path right now and i just figured there would be tracks you know, tracks that would be worth hearing that I hadn't heard yet, that I don't even know about yet, that I could get through Bandcamp. Skull, so I just, Skull, I feel like we're kind of getting into the weeds here. Why are you here in this morgue talking to me? Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Well, the more I thought about those things, I just kind of found myself drifting. Uh, and then suddenly I was kind of, and he kind of like looks down at this this naked rotting body. He's like, in this guy. Uh, so Wait, that's the problem. Body? No, man, come on. I don't look like this. Uh, you don't remember what Dr. Inches Skull away from each other. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, no, no, no. Like, I don't know. This is just some dude I found. Uh, uh, look, man, I know this is going to sound crazy, but I, I, I think I think my body's gone, man. I, I think I'm a fucking ghost. And they start shaking you like at point blank, being like, I'm a ghost. Uh, and I, I like, I don't have like the space to like swing my arms properly. So I have to put my hands up and do like a little, like wrist slap in the <laughs> face, like snap out of it. Skull. Sorry. Sorry. It's, it's, it's been a lot. I'm just, I mean, it's nice to be back, you know, up here, but, um, man, I, I'm, I'm in way over my head. I need your help. You used to be like a, like a cop or something, right? Or something. Cool. C- can you. Can you help me like solve my own murder or something? I don't know how this works. I just, I, you're the only person I could think to come to. I've got some other friends up here, but I, I don't want them to see me like this. And he kind of like looks down at his like rotting naked body. And it is, it is truly a gruesome sight. It's like, this isn't my dick, man. This isn't my dick. All right. We're getting out. And I, I want to <laughs> get out of this thing. Great. Uh, so you clamber out. Um, and he's like, oh, shit, no, 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 fuck. Um, and uh, you're getting out as Ridley gets in and Iris comes in through the door. And Dr. Skull just like reaches out and, and closes the, the door behind him um, and, and hides back in the, the morgue box. Uh, Iris, you walk back in uh, and find Everett uh, just staring in, in horror behind him. Uh, Everett, would you be like dusting yourself off? I feel like you don't. Yeah, I don't picking, want his picking on me. flesh out of your yeah. teeth. Um, Everett, why did you get out of bed? You okay, bud? Sorry, buddy. You, you've you just gone in, so you, oh, you okay. closed the door behind you. Um, but uh, yeah, Iris, go ahead. 
Uh, you okay there, bud? Yeah, I think so. This one's, uh, occupied. Uh, 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 occupied? Yeah, Dr. Skull is in there. He's a ghost, uh, and he's in someone else's body. That's not his dick. At this point, you could grab, uh, Ridley if you wanted. If you're not keeping it on the DL. Yeah, I mean, I'll knock on his, on his container. (laughs) On his little door. Iris, how do you uh, respond to the not his dick comment? Hey, men. First thoughts about their dick. I agree. Um, Ridley. Uh, R- you, Ridley just swing open his door and pull himself enough out that his head is poking out, <laughs> but the rest of it is still in there. He's like, oh, what's up? You're not going to believe this. Well, actually, you are, because we agreed that <laughs> we just assume all the fucking spooky universal monsters are real. Uh Dr. Skull is a ghost, and he's possessed one of the corpses in the morgue. Okay, what does he want? He wants us to solve his murder. Well, does he know that Emily did it? He literally described it, so I don't know what more he wants us to do for him. He gave me a first-person experience of watching her claws tear his head open. Okay, well... Then he said someone who called themselves the Reaper cut him out of a body bag, and then kind of glossed over that incredible revelation and talk to me about fucking music all right well is he still or in drugs fucking- i don't know what edm stands for i don't know <laughs> it's electronic <laughs> dance music so is is uh is he still in the fucking hole as far as i know so i don't know if as a ghost he could just fuck off out of that body well i think maybe you should go back into the hole and ask the questions that you're thinking about which is like what does he need solved if he knows emily murdered him and then what's up with this reaper he didn't want to speak to you two well, which maybe I thought he just you might wants, want to know. Okay, maybe well, he what, just wants you to cover up his not dick. What if we go outside and you climb back in the dark hole with him and you finish your little chat and then you can come back out, close the door, and we'll come in and talk? This seems needlessly complicated. I don't know why we need to honor his wish of not being in the same room as you two. Well, because you said that he could just fuck off out of the body like a ghost and disappear, so we can't spook him. I don't know that for certain. I'm just guessing because fuck, anything's on the table. Well, I mean, he's a ghost, so they can go in the bodies and then they can woo out into the fucking distance. So I that, think that's that's fucking useful. Yeah. If if it if it weren't for the old being dead thing, I'd say one of us should do it just for tactical necessity. <laughs> All right. Can vampires turn into ghosts? I don't know. I feel like Iris and <laughs> leave the room <laughs> trying to figure out what other vampire myths may be true. Sure. <laughs> I uh I open the container again. Oh, oh, uh, you're back. All right, cool. Um, so I'm not coming in there. You can talk to me from in there if you oh, want. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, based on movies and stuff I've seen, I feel like, uh, you know, to cross over or whatever, I need to like solve something. But like, I know who killed me, so that's weird. Also, uh, the the guy who cut me out of the bag, he kept talking about uh, uh it, it's called a fetter. It, it's something that's keeping me here here in the world. Um. So maybe it's that. I don't know, man. I'm real confused and scared and sober, and I hate all three equally. So if I understand correctly, the person who cut you out of what I believe you were describing as a body bag uh, referred to themselves as a Reaper or the Reaper, because that's maybe a key distinction here. Oh, uh, yeah, they were a Reaper. Um, Right. I I, I feel like he might have just been like, hell's garbage man or something i don't know he seemed pretty bored with the whole thing i asked him some questions and he just said you'll figure it out 
and then I kind of wandered the underworld for a bit, talking to other wraiths. Uh, and then the fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Um, uh, it, it's, it's a whole thing. Apparently. Uh, I just figured, you know, you, you're, you're like a, uh, kind of guy. So you might know, you might know what's up. I don't. I oh, shit. ask literally anyone. <laughs> I do not know what's going on half the time. So are you asking for our help in, excuse me, Ridley uh, or Everett went away for a second there. (coughs) Sorry. Let me get this straight. Are you asking for our help in finding this fetter of yours? Is that right? I mean, maybe, man. I don't know. I I, kind of like it up here more than I do in like the shadow, uh, you know, down there in in, in the, 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 the... I, th- I think they call it the shadow world. Yeah. Dr. I don't like that place. Skull. Yeah. Why are you here in this morgue <laughs> speaking to me? You are the only one I could think to go to. I can't go to my buds. Cause they're going to be like, Oh, you're back. But we mourned you. And like, I don't know. I've got some pretty special people in my life and I didn't want to scare them by being a fucking weird, gross corpse. You got to help me, man. Your help friend's you friend killed what? me. I don't know. I died. And now I'm in a corpse. I have a strange dick and I'm rotting and I think you ate half my hand by accident. And dude, I'm just trying to figure it all out, man. It's scary down there. and It's scary up here. So like maybe just help a brother out and like help me figure out this ghost thing. Maybe I can just live up here and help or something and eventually go, go tell my friends what happened. But uh, the Shadowlands are scary. So I'm, I'm, I'm hanging out up here for now. You know what? Fuck it. I live here now. And they just like closes the door to no one. Everett says like, I feel like I didn't learn anything. I feel <laughs> just hear knock, knock, knock on the door. Yeah. Okay. Is he back in his hole? He is. Okay. So just kind of enters the room and walks in. So like, what did we learn? Fucking nothing. And <laughs> Everett will like slam his like thing shut, go to sleep. Okay, well, I mean, I've got some ideas, and they'll just turn to Iris and be like, so we've got him in a body. Mm. If he could do this, we've got, we got a creepy clock man who's wanted Dr. Skull back. Right. If we could give him Dr. Skull inside a corpse and be like, okay, there was an accident. It's the fault of a uh, shitty wizard, uh, but we wanted to return Dr. Skull to you, so we sorted this out. Here's a ghost in a corpse. If you could give him more corpses, you still get Dr. Skull. It feels like we might be making amends. Yeah, but like, can we not kind of use a ghost wraith buddy who can like possess other bodies and get like get information and infiltrate places more than we can? I mean, I do like that idea, but then again, he is Doctor Skull. Yeah, but he's he's Ghost Doctor Skull, so he's not like psycho and drugged up. Okay, so what if we use him for this orphan thing and then at the end we can give him to Clockman as like a thank you if he's shit or if he's great, then we can like maybe make him hang around and try to figure yeah, out. Yeah, I, th- I think we could should see if we can like use him to possess people and then if he's completely useless, then just, yeah, give him to Clockman. Because, I mean, if you bring an orphan out of something and then we drain him in an alley, we could just pop him into the orphan and then just send a corpse in to go scout. Yeah. Fucking brilliant. I've missed you. <laughs> uh, and that. with that, uh, the three of you uh, tuck in for the day. 
This episode of Blood and Syrup features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Megan Miles at Maggie Miles on Twitter, and storyteller Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and all of Dum Dums and Dice's logos are by Decapitated Markers at Decapitated Marker on Twitter, that's M-R-K-R. Our theme songs are What's Really Going On Right Now by Chase Allen Willis and Traffic by Kai. Angle. And all our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar. That's J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R. All of their music is available on freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dumb Dumbs and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. We've also got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon of Darkness at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. Sleep well, children of the night. <laughs> Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, Charles Grams, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield, Lord Abradovic, Noel Lewis, Scott Garland, Anthony Griffin, Chet Awesome Laser, Jordan Neesmith, Benjamin B, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Taryn Hefner, Cade Peters, Richard Cranium, Christian Mendez, Anna Zed, Eric Williams, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Great Dane, Acrix, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.